Welcome back to another episode of the Racing with Ryan podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Stevens. We are just leaving the track here from night number six, and I wanted to check in with you guys on a uh, little uh, midweek check-in about how the World Series has gone. Uh, this show is going to be a little bit different. It's going to be a quick one, um, but I like to do a midweek show, and I'll be honest with you, I don't have a lot of time this week to, uh, to piece together what I wanted to piece together, but I just kind of want to give you guys... Uh, a little something to listen to, as I'm sure a lot of people are traveling this week. And um, just want to tell you a little bit about my experience. I'm not going to go in-depth, uh, division by division, race by race. Um, we'll talk about a little bit of what's gone on this week, but I just kind of want to share my thoughts and my feelings about the World Series thus far. <clears throat> we have just finished night number six. It was a great night. Um, we had the Blue at Memorial today. We had some good racing. Uh, the, the one thing we do have as far as news goes, Saturday's World Series night has already been scrubbed. This is going to be an eight-night World Series this year. The forecast on Saturday, it's been dismal for over a week, and it has not changed. And um, they've decided to move the Orange Blossom to Thursday night. So by the time you're listening to this, it's probably already happened. But um, that, that's the big news. I think that's the right call. I think asking anybody to stick around Saturday, and, and I have a feeling a lot of people would have said to hell with it and just left anyway, or the local guys wouldn't have come. So um, I think it was the right move. It's for some, yeah, maybe premature, but those would be the ones that would still complain if we try to run it Saturday. So um, there are some that will never be happy, and there's nothing you can do about that. So I, I can say that this World Series has been very good. It's been a lot of fun. It's also been very hectic. Um, there's been a lot of chaos um, uh, on my end of things, behind the scenes, um, but that's the World Series in a nutshell. There's always things. What I've learned in this racing world that I've been a part of, um, I mean, near in a decade now, it's, it's kind of crazy. Um, it's I can't, I, I just, I can't believe it. The, the things I've gotten to experience in the last handful of years is it's just incredible. But what I've learned is expect the unexpected. And learn to cope with it and, and do what you need to do so that you can continue to do what you love. I think that's the motto that I've taken away from this year's World Series because not every night has been perfect. Sunday night was a, oh my goodness, it was so tough for me to get through. I, I don't know what it was, but Sunday was when I started to hit the wall. And um, I, I struggled to get through that. Uh, my eating schedule is way off. Uh, my sleeping schedule is way off. And, uh, you know, it caught up with me Sunday, but I've been able to regroup. And actually, uh, on this Wednesday night that I'm recording this as I, as I ride home, um, I, I feel refreshed. I feel good. I, I'm always sluggish to go in the morning. Um, getting through those hours and hours of practice is a bit grueling. But once we get to race time, I really... It's, it's It's been good. Um, so I'm going to kind of start at the beginning here. And like I said, this is not your race-by-race race recap. This is not your division-by-division, division, hey, how did my predictions look? That'll be on next week's show. Um, I, I just wanted to kind of come on here and, and just kind of talk because there's been some really cool experiences that I've gotten to have during this year's World Series. And definitely some things that, you know, you know I, I wish had gone differently. So I'll start... Jimmy Kitchens Uh, I'm sure many of you know who Jimmy Kitchens is if you're listening to this Um, 
he made my World Series on the first night. Um, I was standing in the breezeway. Of course, I'm sure you've all seen me either pushing Peyton in her tricycle or walking around with Peyton as she runs and plays or carrying Peyton through the pits as she's getting tired and and I'm trying to get her to maybe take a little bit of a nap um, before she's able to get with uh, who's watching her for the evening. Um, He came up to me. And I've known Jimmy over the last few years, and he's always so polite and uh, always somebody I, you know, love seeing at the racetrack. And, and our interactions have always been very brief but sincere. And he came up to me, and, and again, I think it was night one, and he goes, Ryan, I just want to tell you, what you're doing with your daughter is, and I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember verbatim what he said, but... Um, he's like, what you're doing with your daughter is, is fantastic. And then he started to get emotional. And he told me a story that he lost somebody very recently. And I'm not going to go into personal things, but he lost somebody very close recently. And he sees the bond that I have formed with Peyton over the last two and a half years. And he just told me uh, how, and, and listen, I live this day to day, and I think I'm doing a good job. I'm doing the best that I can with my child. And for somebody who sees me at a distance, who sees me at the racetrack, um, and doesn't know me personally beyond the racetrack, doesn't know my situation, uh, for somebody of of his caliber to come up to me and, and get emotional about the way that he sees my interactions with my daughter it made my week. It made it made everything over the last two and a half years worth every bit of it. Because I, when I found out I was going to be a father, um, I told you this episode is going to be different. Uh, when I found out I was going to be a father, my biggest fear was that my kid, potentially my only kid, wouldn't want anything to do with me. Wouldn't be into the things that I'd be into. And I'm not saying that she has to be into everything that I'm into, but the fact that she loves going to the racetrack. She loves race cars. Um, she's so bright and so smart. And people see that and, and people notice that. And I just want to make it clear. What you see at the racetrack is not a facade. The way I am with her at the racetrack, albeit, you know, I have to be in a professional setting. And, you know, she can't just be screaming when, when we're trying to work and stuff. Um, what you see at the racetrack, the way we interact while we're at the track is how we are all the time, you know, of course there are stressful situations and there are things that come up, but for Jimmy Kitchens to come up to me, to seek me out, to tell me that just made, it literally made everything else is a bonus. So I I just want to thank him for that and just know that that touched me and uh, was just really nice. I really appreciate that. And um, I wish their week had gone better, of course, with John Bolin. Uh, but I was glad they got to get out there and, and do their thing and, and just, uh, Jimmy, if you listen to this or anybody that knows Jimmy, uh, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I just appreciate it. Um, another gentleman, um, I think his name's Tommy. He came up to me. He's been working with Johnny K this week and, uh, he's an out of towner and he just, he told me, Hey, thank you for everything you do. Um, I listened to all your stuff and you do a great job and it's just the little things because look, I know there are some that don't agree with what I have to say all the time. 
Um, there are some that I've run afoul with, and that's fine. Um, it's part it's part of it. If, if you're going to be a talking head, you have to expect that. And, um, you know, it just went when people that I don't necessarily see on a regular basis uh, come up and show appreciation that the Dijon Tomasos, um, well, brief, our, our, our interactions have been brief, but seeing those guys, and, and they're just always appreciative too. It just... You know, this World Series is so different. It's such a different group of people, and I haven't had as much free time to myself to just go walk in, and and by the time I get here, everybody's working on their stuff, and I just, I I hate detracting from what people are trying to do here, Um, spending hard-earned money and time to go racing. I just want these people to focus on their racing, so I try to to stay out of the way. I, I lurk. I do what I need to do. I do my research. Um, and when people give me extra things, um, I, I really just, I appreciate it, but you know, I, I've kind of been working at a distance, uh, this week and I've been with Peyton and, um, you know, just trying to get things done, uh, w- without bothering anybody because, you know, like I said, I, I know that when I'm working and, and there are people that there have been plenty of situations this week where I'm in the middle of something and somebody wants me to do something else. And I know how frustrating that is in the heat of the moment. So I, I try to have that respect for the, the racers and the teams. And, um, you know, I hope that makes sense. So just there's been so many good interactions this week uh, from people that I don't normally get to interact with. And I've gotten to know some new people. And I, I just... It seems like, you know, I I see the peripherals of what's going on. I know there's been some situations that aren't great. Uh, The Landon Huffman situation, not the best look, but it seems that that's all worked out. Um, I know there was like a Twitter thread that blew up, and I didn't read it because guess what? It's so far out of my realm, there's nothing I can do about it. So I I don't let things like that ruin it. Um, You know, hey, not everybody's going to have the best time down here, whether you're working, racing, crewing, etc. Not everybody's going to win. Not everybody's going to be the champion when they leave here. Not everybody's going to make money when they leave here. Um, this is grueling. This is a test of man, machine, and wit. Um, you know, there's there's just so much that goes into this. Um, and not everybody's going to be happy. Some people are going to have a miserable time and maybe never come back. Some people are going to have a great time and they're going to come back. Some people are just like, I'm here to just be part of it. It's all about mindset. And, uh, like I said, Jimmy Kitchens just, he made my mindset that of there are going to be tough moments. There are going to be challenges throughout these nine days and you just have to suck them up and get through it. So those have been some of the very positive things. The racing has been great. Um, we've had a lot of great races. We've had some stinkers. It, It happens. Um, we're racing like a full season in nine days here. So you're going to have great races. You're going to have races that are eh. You're going to have races that make you want to slam your head into the desk. And that's part of it. It happens every single year. Hey, everyone. We're going to take a few moments here and thank some of our great sponsors with the Racing with Ryan podcast. And we're excited to welcome in a brand new sponsor because we know it costs a lot of money to get to the track these days, whether it be your pit passes, your tires, your fuel, the parts you had to order just to get the car fixed. We know it's expensive, so we welcome on board the SponsorshipSeminar.com. Now, we just had J.R. Longley on the show just a couple episodes ago. We got to learn all about J.R. and his expertise on the sponsorship side of things, and that's where the seminar 
comes in handy. So visit thesponsorshipseminar.com. It's only $99, and you can watch the seminar. Heck, get your whole team together. Get your friends together. Have everybody pitch in, watch the seminar, and learn these new ways and strategies to help you reach out and get those local sponsorships on your car to help lessen the economic impacts of our racing hobby that we love so much. Again, that is the sponsorshipseminar.com with J.R. Longley. You'll learn ways and strategies on how to reach out and find those hard-to-find sponsors. And you'll also learn how you can give back to them that'll hopefully create long-lasting relationships for years and years to come. Once again, that is the Sponsorship Seminar with J.R. Longley. We invite you to check out the sponsorshipseminar.com to see all that they have to offer. You can click through, you can watch the little preview video, and you can order the seminar where you'll get 36 hours of replay access. So you can watch it once, you can watch it a bunch of times in 36 hours, you can watch it by yourself. And then, like I said, invite everybody over to the garage to work on the car and watch the seminar at the same time. JR has over 40 years of sponsorship knowledge, and it's all available online for you at your fingertips for the first time. Once again, that is the sponsorshipseminar.com. We would also like to thank American Auto Tires in Service, located at 1523 South Dixie Freeway in New Smyrna Beach, Florida. You can give them a call at 386-428-1941. Of course, that is EJ's company, and if you need anything done, tires, service, you name it, they have you covered. So make sure you stop into American Auto. Or, of course, you can always get with EJ if you're at New Smyrna. Uh, he, you can find him pretty easily in the tire room or driving the pace car. They have all kinds of great deals. Um, look, I'm in the market for some tires. I'm going to be stopping in there in the next couple of months and getting my tires down there because I wouldn't trust anybody else because I know EJ is going to take care of us. They offer everything from free visual AC checks, tires, maintenance, repairs, any kind of service you need. They even have wheels. So American Auto Tires and Service, your one-stop shop in the New Smyrna area for anything that you need done. So make sure you check them out again. 1523 South Dixie Freeway in New Smyrna, New Smyrna Beach, 386-428-1941. Stop in and see your friends at American Auto. We also thank DeBerry Paint and Body for coming on board as a sponsor. Uh, of course, that is the two Manellos. So let's just say you get into a little bit of a fender bender and you don't want to go through your insurance because you know they're probably going to hike up your rates and you're going to pay for a deductible and you're still going to have to pay for all this stuff. Make sure you check out DeBerry Paint and Body because they will go ahead and handle that for you. If you got a scuffed up fender, if you got some dents in a bumper, if you got a door that needs replaced, DeBerry Paint and Body will take care of all of that. Um, they are open about six o'clock each day and you can get in touch with them by giving them a call at 386-320-0267 and they're located at 400 chairman court suite 200 in deberry florida 32713 and again their hours are typically 9 a.m to 6 p.m on the weekdays and 10 a.m to 1 p.m on saturdays because you know they gotta get out to the racetrack and whatnot so uh, if you need any body work done paint body whatever you need Make sure you check out DeBerry Paint and Body. We also thank Bromley Motorsports for coming on board as a sponsor here on the Racing with Ryan podcast. Of course, you can primarily find the Bromleys running at New Smyrna Speedway. They have a couple of Bomber Bs, the six machines out there for Bromley Motorsports. And they have some pro trucks that they run occasionally as well. 
Sometimes you can find them out at the dirt tracks having a little bit of fun as well. But we appreciate Bromley Motorsports for coming on board to support the show. So make sure you check them out next time you're at the New Smyrna Speedway. We also thank Jeff White Racing for coming back on board as a sponsor here on the Racing with Ryan podcast. Of course, Jeff White Racing can be found bouncing between the Auburndale Speedway and the New Smyrna Speedway. Jeffrey White, driver of the 41 E-Mod slash A-Mod, has been one of the dominant forces. So if you're looking to get on board with a good racing team, make sure you check out Jeff White Racing and check them out at the Bullring at Auburndale and the big track over at the New Smyrna Speedway. We thank them for coming back on board and supporting the show. And again, if you'd like to come on board and become a sponsor or supporter of the show, we only charge $5 an episode, and you can do as many or as little episodes as you like. One episode, 100 episodes, you could do a season. It's completely up to you. You can sponsor a division. Whatever you'd like to do, we are open. Um, just message us here on the Race with Ryan Facebook page, or give us a call or text us at 321-356-2934, and we'll be happy to work with you. Thank you again to all of our sponsors and supporters. Now enjoy the rest of the show. So, because I, I like to give you guys an inside look at things and let you know what's going on from my perspective, I will tell you there have been some frustrating moments. And when I say frustrating moments, I these are not things that I'm like, oh my god, I, I, I you know, I, I don't want it to ever sound like I don't want to do things or don't want to be a part of things. But there are some things that happen over the course of this World Series that are frustrating that you have to get through. And, and a lot of that is the bigger races because there's so many different people that are, quote-unquote, in charge that want you to do things a certain way that's different from maybe the way that you normally do things. And I've gotten to the point in my career doing this where I can handle whatever's thrown at me. It may not be perfect, I am not good at the pomp and circumstance. I because I like to present things in the way that I, I'm a race fan first. So I like to present things in the way that I like them as a race fan. And for me, it's okay when it's time to race. Let's welcome everybody and let's race. I get that because this is not my deal. There are certain uh, circumstances where you introduce this person. You. Um, you talk about this, you do this and this, and those are the things that come with the gig that I have to do. But you guys know me. I like to go down to the track, welcome welcome the crowd, maybe uh, crack a little wisecrack here and there, loosen things up, say, hey, let's just have some fun tonight, prayer, anthem, race. Some of these bigger races happen. That's not how it goes. And I was totally prepared because the last couple of years I have done the introductions for the NASCAR Wheel of Modified Tour. And that's all gone fine because they have somebody basically telling you minute by minute, second by second, what to do. And um, that's nice. But I'm not connected to their stuff. I don't have their radio. I don't have this and that. And I'm good at winging it. Okay? Um, which is why my style is a little bit more relaxed and not minute by minute. Um, but this year, I had planned and talked to uh, Chris Wright big NASCAR uh, guy in charge of the regional stuff. And, um, you know, I was like, hey, you know, I'm prepared. I, I'm like, I think I have a grasp of what we're doing because I've done this before. Does that all sound good? He's like, yep, that that's, you know, it's all up to Jimmy at the end of the day. But, yeah, that sounds good to me. So I had plans to do it. And then I heard um, that Jimmy, who's in charge of the NASCAR Wheel Mod Modified Tour, Jimmy Wilson, um, because Ben Dodge is 
contractually obligated to do the Flow Racing broadcast of the NASCAR Wheel Modified Tour. He would be in the Flow booth, and Jimmy wanted that he wanted Ben to be broadcasted on the House PA. And as you know from Red Eye, we blew up the House PA and we're on borrowed equipment, which we struggled to get dialed in. And I'm going to get to that here in a, in a little bit, but. They wanted that, and I, I said, listen, what Jimmy wants, this is his show. I want him to be happy. It's not about me. This, None of this is about me. I like to be involved. Don't get me wrong. I like to be involved because I like to talk about race cars going in circles. But I understand that when come to these bigger events, this is not my show. If I get to be a part of it, awesome. If I don't, yeah, yeah you know, I, you know I, just, I stand there and I'm not as engaged in the race anymore. But um, I... I it, it, these guys that want things done a certain way, I try to make sure they get it done their way. Is it the way I would do it? No, not necessarily. Did it go perfect? Absolutely not. We, we plugged the house PA in, um, and, and on Saturday, it wasn't working optimally yet. And um, we had the house PA, and anytime we plug in a line that's coming from a feed from Charlotte, and it's, going, it's traveling uh, hundreds of miles, it doesn't really translate that well through our and it's never worked very well like this a couple of years ago I had to pull the plug and just announce the thing because it sounded so bad and we couldn't get it to work and the same thing was happening but I'm like this is what they want so I guess I'll just um, just make sure the PA doesn't blow up so there's something going on and we got them dialed in to where okay you could hear that something was going on you're not going to hear them during the race and there's nothing we could do about it because we have this PA pushing its maximum limit and with the borrowed equipment that we have it has built-in clip protection, which means if the audio hits a certain peak, it shuts itself off. It basically shuts down, so no damage is done. Um, but I had those guys dialed in. Yeah, maybe if they got a little bit too excited, it would cut out for a minute. Oh, well, so be it. Then, I did not know, and they did not tell me, and we did not dial in the fact that there would be a on-track mic for driver introductions. And that guy gets to go and doing his thing, and wouldn't you know it, the mic is too hot to be down on track. So it is getting feedback. So if you were at the racetrack and you heard that horrible echo during opening ceremonies, nothing that could be done. Um, that was all plugged in. That was all in control from Charlotte. The only thing I could have done was turn it off and, or, or basically turn it down so you... To get rid of the feedback, I would have had to cut that guy down, that microphone down to where you wouldn't have been able to hear it. Um, and I was kind of like, this is what they asked for, and unfortunately this is the way it's going because we're working with what we have to work with. And I went into this week with, well, it's better than nothing. Um, you know, of course I would like people to be able to hear what I'm saying, and you can hear most of what I'm saying on Speedway Video. There's been sound issues there. Flow Racing has had issues. The Gremlins have been up everybody's butts this week, and it's tough, especially on a week like this where you're not getting much sleep. You're already at your wit's end. You know things aren't going perfectly, so you're, it's touch and go. You know what I mean? So I do apologize for Saturday's show not being optimal. Uh, we got things dialed in a little bit better on uh, Tuesday for the ASA race, and even that was crazy. Um, Bob Sargent. It's a very big deal. The ASA Stars Tour is very big. It's a big deal for Bob, and you want things to go well. You want to have these big events at your track. You want to have sellout crowds. And with that comes a lot more than just your typical stuff. And um, I'll be honest with you, um, I, I was kind of put on the back burner 
as far as communications go for that event. And that's fine. Um, they asked Mark Keeler to come in and have that two-person dynamic because that's what they want for their big shows. And I'm cool with that. I worked most of last year with Austin Griffiths, as you may remember. I'm totally cool with working with, with cool people. Um, and Mark was totally like, hey, I'll come do it, but this is Ryan's house. I'm not going to step on his toes, which shows the respect that you should have when you come into. Listen, I am the announcer at New Smyrna Speedway. I may not have the years of experience that these other folks have, but I have paid my dues. I do the work. I put in the time and effort at this place. I love that place. Um, so I do feel like whether you like my approach or not, that I have earned enough respect to be respected, if that makes sense. And I was not the go-to guy for communications for this event. And I knew very little of what they wanted going into it. And listen, it didn't phase me because I've done enough of these type of races that, you know, there's usually a lot of direction and they tell you what they want and you just go do it. So that's what I did. And Mark and I, looking over the itinerary and I said, Mark, I'll go down on the track. I'll handle all that stuff. I'm not going to have you come out here and then put you in the situation um, of, hey, go do all my on-track stuff. This isn't like when I burned my eyes out and Jake Wilson had to step up. And I felt, I still feel bad about that. Like, hey, I invited you to come be part of this and now I need you to go do my role because I screwed up. Um, so, you know, I told Mark, I'm like, hey, I'm just, you know, I'll go down there. I'll do all the on-track stuff. And he goes, I don't know what everyone's expecting of me. And I said, Mark, enjoy yourself, dude. You haven't been up here in 10 years. You used to do this like I do. You know what to do. Just enjoy yourself. Let me handle all the, the hard stuff. I got you. And um, we had a great dynamic. I had a blast calling that race with him. And, uh, yeah, there was a little bit of chaos during opening ceremonies. Um, every time we have a second house mic, there's always the chance that the channel just wants to bug out. And... Um, you know, they probably all need to be cleaned out. Mark gave me some suggestions on that that I'll look into. And, um, of course, you know, we had this grand plan that I was going to go down there, prayer, invocation, do all that stuff. And Mark, who's very good at the audio side of things and understands a lot of that stuff way better than I do. Like, that is his, that is his bread and butter, man. He knows exactly what all that stuff does. He's like, hey, I'm going to plug in headphones. I'm going to mix the music. I'm going to... Um, pull up a song and I'm going to do driver introductions with music so that we have that and I'm like what a great idea so I'm like Mark you handle the driver introductions I'll be down here to do all the pomp and circumstances out here on the racetrack and that was our plan and he's doing the lineup so I'm just kind of you know staying out of the way but kind of taking it all in and all of a sudden the the director of the ASA was like hey he's got an OPA so I'm like all right well I'll pick back up um, so I'm reading things and the director says, Hey, well, we're, you know, we're a little ahead of schedule cause we had a couple of things in the itinerary that didn't happen. So like I said, things are changing on the fly. And then he's like, Hey, you can interview people if you want. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess we'll get, um, I guess we'll get a couple of people. I'm trying to get in the groove here. Um, and then he's like, Oh, it's working back up top. So I'm like, all right. And Mark did the next couple of rows. And then I loved this. The, the guy said, look, I'm going to highlight some drivers. I'm going to tell you who to pull aside to interview. So I got to interview Bubba Pollard. I got to interview Chase Elliott. I mean, yeah, I posted some pictures like, hey, wow, look at me. I got pictures with Chase Elliott. Because it's moments that, you know, 10 years from now, whether I'm still doing this or not, I want to look back on. And I wanted to show my daughter. Chase Elliott and Bubba, uh, uh, the hell's name? Bubba Wallace are the two drivers that she can pick out on TV. 
the McDonald's helps, okay, give me a break. Um, so I wanted to be able to show my daughter, like, hey, I got to talk to Chase Elliott, and I showed her a picture this morning while she was taking her, her morning bath, and she's like, that's so awesome, it's Chase. So, look, another moment that made my week, yeah, you know, yeah, I have a little bit of that, wow, I got to talk to Chase Elliott, NASCAR's most popular driver, former champion. There's some cool perks that come along to this job, okay? So, yeah, I definitely took all that in and enjoyed it. Um, and, look, we got through the chaos. Mark and I, I had such a fun time calling that race. And it was tough to hear when you have 32 super late models blazing around that speedway. So there may be a couple of disjointed moments where I'm like, well, I didn't catch everything he was talking about. But we worked very well together. Um, had a lot of fun with it. Mark is a fantastic announcer. Um, I'm happy that I get to, you know, follow in his shoes and some other greats and, and be able to do this. And, you know, again, I get to do this for nine nights in a row. And I've been doing it long enough where, you know, Ben Dodge will always say, hey, don't let these other guys come in and steal your thunder. They're not coming in to steal anybody's thunder. They're coming in to be part of an awesome experience and an awesome thing that I get to do and Ben Dodge gets to do for, you know, nine nights in a row. So I don't look at it as people trying to get in and steal my thunder because if they were they would try to, uh, you know, push me out. And that's not how any of this stuff is going. I love working with different people. I love the the different techniques that people have. You can learn so much from other people. And you can learn a lot of good information. And and that's what I take out of it. So I, I never look at it like that. And, and again, when it comes to these races, this is not my racetrack. This is not, it's my job. And I go and do my job well. But when those people that let me do that job ask me, to do other things, I'm going to oblige. Now, obviously, they're like, hey, we're getting somebody in and you're out. Well, that's when I'll start crying. Hey, everyone. We want to take a few moments and thank some of our great sponsors here with the Racing with Ryan podcast, including one of our first anchor sponsors, 124 Welding and Fabrication. Of course, that is Ron D'Alessandro's company. He's been with us for the last couple of years, not only here on the show, but supporting local short track racing as well and the Florida Southern Ground Pounders and the 602 Modifieds that race over at New Smyrna. Uh, Ron, he's an all-around good guy, and he's very talented. Of course, he can handle all your welding and fabrication needs. But go to his Etsy store, check out Etsy.com, and search for 124 Welding and Fabrication. You can see some of the great items that he already has for sale. They make great gifts. If you got a birthday coming up or you want to plan ahead for Christmas and start getting some of that knocked out, check out what he already has to offer. Or you can get with him and have something custom-made. We have our Racing with Ryan podcast studio emblem hanging up in the studio. It is a beautiful piece. Uh, Ron does great work. Um, also very good for, for trophies, for awards. I know he did the trophies for the Ground Pounders a couple of years ago, and they're some of the coolest trophies I've ever seen. So um, if you need anything like that done, maybe awards for a baseball team, uh, for a quarter midget, for anything like that, make sure you check out 124 Welding and Fabrication. Obviously, if you need something welded or fabbed, Ron is your man. Keep it local. Keep it trusted. We wouldn't trust anybody else here on the Racing with Ryan podcast except Ron D'Alessandro. And again, we thank him for his support. Again, that's 124 Welding and Fabrication. Check out his Etsy store, Etsy.com. Search for 124 Welding and Fab. It'll come right up and uh, see what he has to offer and purchase yours today. We'd also like to thank our friends at Schultz Engineered Products and Schultz Racing Fuel Cells. 
If you're in the market for a new racing fuel cell for your vehicle, make sure you check out Schultz Fuel Cells. They're designed and manufactured in the United States to be safer, longer-lasting, and they will outperform all other fuel cells that you can get your hands on. Also, they specialize in their fuel recovery systems. You can save on your fuel expenses, significant maintenance reductions, along with a safer working environment, better for the actual environment, the outside environment, and it'll eliminate your fuel disposal fees. Those are just some of the products that Schultz Engineer Products focuses on, and you can check them out on the web at schultzproducts.com. You give them a call at 732-922-4334, or for email inquiries, you can reach out to them at info at schultzproducts.com. That's info at schultzproducts.com, S-C-H-U-L-T-Z, Schultz Engineered Products. We welcome them as one of our anchor sponsors here on the Racing with Ryan podcast. Make sure you check out their website, schultzproducts.com, for everything that they offer. And hey, if you're racing and you want to stay safe, get one of their fuel cells installed on your race car. You will not regret it. We also thank SRQ Taxes in Sarasota, Florida. We know tax season has come and gone, but guess what? It's never too early to get a head start on next year or to start thinking about next year. And hey, if you have any issues with your taxes or you know, you're looking to get a hold of somebody that can help out your business, check out srqtaxes.com. Click on their services portal and you can see everything that they offer from accounting software selection, audits, compliance, bookkeeping, business consulting, um, they do estate and trusts, they do financial analysis, statements, IRS representation in case you have any issues. They even have a notary public on hand for all of those documents that you might need notarized. And of course, tax preparation and planning. So make sure you check out srqtaxes.com located in Sarasota, Florida, or you can uh, Get with Steve Darling at the Auburndale Speedway. He'll be happy to help you out. SRQ Taxes coming on board as another one of our anchor sponsors here on the Racing with Ryan podcast. We also have a couple of supporters that we would like to thank. Of course, um, we have our anchor sponsors, and then we have those that just support the show. And we got to thank Ken Copley. Of course, he is our EMOD sponsor, but we want to thank him for his support here as well. We'd also like to thank Doug Samian with Do All Lawn and Tree Services. He's come back on board as a supporter of the Racing with Ryan podcast. So if you need anything done in your lawn or if you have any overgrown trees on your yard or lot, make sure you contact Doug Samian, get a hold of him, and he will take care of you. Again, big thank you to Doug Samian, big supporter of the show here, driver of the Zero Four Superstock. And if you'd like to become an anchor sponsor or a supporter of the show, just reach out to us here on the Facebook page, or you can give us a call at 321-356-2934. an episode gets you on board, and now we'll let you get back to the show. In all seriousness, really cool experiences. Uh, you know, interviewing Chase, I met him at the driver's meeting before we, we did that. I shook his hand. I thanked him for, I, I just went and said, hey, Chase, you know, I'm Brian, track announcer. Um, I just want to say thank you for coming to race at our little racetrack. It just means so much, and He's like, yeah, man, my, my pleasure. It's, uh, it's been a lot of fun. And that was our interaction. And then, you know, I got to interview him. And I will admit, uh, when I was thrown into that role uh, on the fly, you know, there was a little bit of, not butterflies. I don't get butterflies anymore, but a little bit of like, okay, you're on, man. Like, you know, spotlight is on you here. Don't don't screw this up. Just do you. And I feel like I did pretty good. You know, the fact, you know, Tom, who's recording everything, he's like, man, the way you're able to pick all that up on the fly, and that's the thing. I may not be the best 
I'll never claim to be the best. I'm not good at this pomp and circumstance stuff, like I said earlier, but I just do my thing. And yeah, it's a lot more comfortable when I'm able to dictate what my thing is versus having other people. And look, for our infrastructure, as far as the sound goes, I know it is not great. It has not been up to par. We know. Hopefully someday it will be, and we can do a little bit better than this. We had Bill there with the Southern Super Series. He's wanting to do pit road reporting so bad, and I'm like, dude, listen, I'm not trying to tell you no because I don't want you to do this. I'm trying to tell you no because we need to make this show as smooth as possible, and adding more elements on a a system that's not cut out for it just makes things worse because we tried to have him do pit road announcing last year, and it was awful just because he couldn't hear us. We couldn't hear him. We are talking over each other. And that, that sounds worse than a PA that's not up to par. And I'm like, the compromise from Tim Bryant was, hey, you do the driver intros during the autograph session. So we got to be a part of it, got to talk to drivers. Mark got to do the announcing. I got to do the announcing. We all got to do the thing. And that is what's important. We, we had Matt Dillner in today to announce with Ben. And that was great. And he... You know, he's like, oh, my God, thank you. This is so great. I got to announce with Ben Dodge. And he would, he thanked me for coming into my booth. And I'm like, man, I'm that was awesome. You guys did so great. So um, just, uh, just so many cool things that besides what's going on on the racetrack. And, I, and I'm going to talk about all the racing on uh, next, next week's show. When, when we recap everything, we look back at my predictions, which a lot of them have been very wrong which I knew was going to be the case. This week, I love this week. It's so unpredictable. You get so many different cool storylines, and it's just been its been fun. It's been a lot of work. My feet hurt. My voice is get, it's getting to the point where I feel like I've been talking for six, seven straight days because I count practice. I do a lot of talking on practice day as I get information and stuff and, and build my notes for the week. Um, there's been long nights. There's been nights where I'm done, and I'm like... Yep, I'm having that extra drink tonight because, you know, as some would say, well, you deserve it. And um, I just want to thank everybody at the racetrack that's come. I don't care. If you're listening to this and you've come to one night to watch, I appreciate you. If you come to all of them, damn, you're a trooper because it's tough. I did the, uh, I'm going to go to Speed Weeks every night and see racing before I started working here. I didn't make it. I sat out three nights. I did six of nine. One night I sat out because it looked like it was going to rain, and we got seven laps of a Florida mod race, and it rained, and I was like, damn, made the right call, woo And then the other nights, I'm just like, I can't, I don't have it in me. And now I work it, so I can't. I can't do that. I have to be there. I've learned over the years how to pace myself, even with getting probably on average six hours of sleep a night, which is like, I'm a night owl anyways, and... Uh, um, it takes me till about noon to get going every day anyway, so it's kind of the same to me. Uh, but the walking, the um, and, and I have been, you know, look, I'm a dad now to a, to a two-and-a-half-year-old, so I have to play dad even when I'm there, and I'm trying to balance working, doing what I need to do. When I'm walking through the pits, I'm not just walking through the pits because I can. I'm, I'm taking things in, I'm looking, I'm observing, I'm learning at a distance. And... Yeah, there are times where I go sit off in the corner and I play with Peyton because she needs to um, have that that time. Like, okay, yeah, Dad is working, but Peyton's also important too. So it's a it's a work life balance this week for sure. And I want to thank everybody that's um, helped watch Peyton. Um, my mom, um, Peyton's mom, has been a big help this weekend too. Um, so 
you know, that, that's all been great. I really just, I, I appreciate it. Uh, there's been a few people that have kept an eye on her up in the tower when, um, you know, I, okay, I got to run to the office real quick and just lug and paint around and she can just sit up here and play the cars. Um, and, and thanks to everybody in the tower for being cool and realizing that I'm a dad to a young child and not being bothered by her. When she starts acting up, I, I leave the tower as quick as I can um, because I know that, um, you know, we don't need a screaming, crying child up there. We have enough screaming people trying to get things straight. So um, I do need to start wrapping this up as we're almost home here. But I just uh, wanted to share these experiences. So much good. So many fun things. Just I really took a different approach at this year's World Series. Like, prepare, be professional, do a good job. I, I know that some calls have been better than others. L- listen, this is a, a marathon. It's, it, it's a marathon, and you've got to sprint every night to be able to be there at the end. If you go full bore at the beginning, it's like Anthony Bello in the Tour Mod Race. If you burn your stuff up too quick, they'll swallow you up at the end, and you got to be there. i got to be there for all the nights and try to do as good a job as I can. So... Um, I, I hope you all understand. If you listen to the show, I think you get my gist with this stuff. Uh, I try to do the best job I can. And, and sometimes, yeah, you know, I, I say the thing that stirs the pot because I'm trying to report on things and I'm trying to bring up the topics that need to be talked about. And sometimes that means that somebody doesn't see things the way that I see them, and that's fine. And um, I, I, like I said, I've had a blast. So here's the episode where you hear about how things are going. And of course, there's after recording this, there's two nights left. If anything else crazy happens, I'll dot those I's across those T's on next week's show, and we'll recap division by division how things went. We'll talk about the Daytona 500, when that finally happens, and um, we'll, we'll talk more racing on the track action. It's been great. There's been some wild moments. The 602s, I still love you all. Um, tour Modifieds, a lot of fun. Pro Late Models, so freaking good. Super Lates, even after the ASA, they've exceeded my expectations. So I'm um, definitely looking forward to the final two nights here during the World Series. I've had a blast. Thank you all. Um, for those of you, you know, and I'll throw Holly in the office, and, and Jane has been very kind to Peyton, and um, it, it means a lot to me that my daughter is allowed to be a part of this as well. Um even if that just means, you know, she's welcome there and uh, welcome to be with me doing the things that I need to do because my goal is to always take care of my business, but to include my daughter. And that has been able to happen. And I'm just so thankful. I'm so thankful. I know this sounds sappy, but you guys have to understand all they have to do is say, you're not doing this anymore and I'm not doing it anymore. And so I'm just so thankful that I get to do what I get to do. I'm thankful for the, the people that I get to interact with. Uh, that I don't always get to interact with. It's just been so much fun. So, again, I know this episode was way different than our normal content, and I hope you all understand that and appreciate that. But I thank you all for listening. Um, Short episode this week. It it has to be that way. Um, With the things changing and the bigger events now all happening back to back to back to back to back on top of one another, there's no downtime. I'm going to get this up. I hope you enjoy it. And uh, join us next week for a more normal show, a lot more in-depth. We'll talk about the racing. We'll, Like I said, we'll fill in anything that needs to be filled in. Thank you all for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you on next week's show. Enjoy the rest of the World Series. Enjoy Daytona if you're into that. And uh, go out there and support your local short tracks. And for Vermont, we'll talk to you next week.